when someone files a new LLC for their business, they always want to know, what tax entity am I? And that's pretty much where the confusion starts. An LLC can be any tax entity. Welcome to What Your CPA Wants You to Know, a podcast for business owners and those planning to make the jump into entrepreneurship. If you're thinking, I've got a great business idea, but what's next? This podcast is for you. I'm Carson Sands. And I'm Taryn Sands. I'm a CPA with over 10 years of experience helping people start and grow their businesses. And I'm an MBA with a specialization in marketing and entrepreneurship. Follow along as we share the ins and outs of running a business while keeping your family and sanity intact. And how to save tax dollars without breaking any IRS rules or triggering a painful audit. We're here to share everything your CPA wants you to know. In a fun and easy to understand way. Let's get started. Let's do it. Hello, hello, everyone. It is just Taryn today because Carson is working away on tax returns. It's our busiest time of the year. When we started this podcast, like our goal was that we wanted to do an entire year and put out an episode every single week. So 52 episodes and just see how it goes. So We are busting our butts. We knew it would be during tax season two, so we just want to make sure that we stick to that, get an episode out every week. And so if you're loving these episodes, please share and give us your feedback because we're sticking to this and trying to see what the feedback is for this year to see what you guys are liking and what you're finding helpful. So like I said, Carson is busting his butt, doing tax returns right now. We have three little kids and we run the CPA firm together. Carson and I do all the tax returns ourselves. We don't have staff accountants because we've always wanted to work on every single return. Our company names on every return and we just prefer that it's just us two working on those so that we know that what we're putting out there that has our name on it is something that we approve of. So this year we have Kaylee. She's helping us tremendously with everything else. And it's been so nice to have some help. She helps us with so many things outside of the tax returns. And that's making it a lot easier. No matter what things we do, things just get a little tricky this time of year whenever our workload increases significantly, yet our parenting duties really do not. So in the past years, we've had to put kids to bed and keep working, hired weekend babysitters for many of like the tax season weekends, and just like hustled through tax season. But in just the last couple of years, we've realized that working that many hours in tax season isn't very good for our family. So we've done some things, made some changes to cut back on clients and things like that so that we can get to a place that feels good for us. So Carson did have to work this weekend a little bit while I was in charge of the kids, but thankfully it's no longer an every night and every weekend type of thing. I think no matter what business you have, if you have a family, you have to make that same decision because more money would be great, right? But is it really worth the price that you would have to pay? And that's usually time. So I think that's great and expected in the beginning to just like really hustle. We did it too. But when you start moving forward in entrepreneurship, you really have to find a speed that feels right for you and your family. 
So that's just my little nugget of wisdom today for business owners. I'm just so passionate about entrepreneurship and also about making a life for yourself and your family that is truly worth living for outside of work. I like to share a little bit about our life trying to run this business as a husband and wife with three little kids so that if you're a new business owner, you get something out of that part of it too. Because running a business is so much paperwork and accounting and taxes, and it's also your life. That's why we also try to share things like that whenever it comes to my mind. Without further ado, let's get into this very important episode. We are about three weeks out from our biggest deadline, which is March 15th. That's when we must file all the S-Corp and partnership tax returns. Now, if you aren't familiar with that, those entities have to file their returns one month sooner than all the others. That's because when those business tax returns are prepared, we create what's called a K-1 for each business owner. The K-1 reports the partner share of the business income. So all the business owners need those K-1s so they can file their personal tax return. Basically, it's just a form they have to have, and it shows income. If they have them by March 15th, that gives them a month to file their personal tax return by April 15th. So that leads us into this very important episode about LLCs. Now, when someone files a new LLC for their business, they always want to know, what tax entity am I? And that's pretty much where the confusion starts. An LLC can be any tax entity. So if you file an LLC, you still need to choose a tax entity. That's an important fact that actually not many people know. If you didn't know that either, then that's totally okay. That's why you're here to learn something new, and today you will know all about LLCs after this episode. LLC is just an acronym that stands for Limited Liability Company. Now, first and foremost, you should know that an LLC does not affect the forms that you file for federal tax purposes or the amount you will pay in federal tax. Did you know that? An LLC has nothing to do with taxes, and it doesn't affect your taxes at all. Contrary to popular belief, simply setting up an LLC will not increase or decrease the amount you pay in federal taxes. The purpose of an LLC is to protect you from liability, meaning having an LLC helps you protect your personal assets. If problems arise in the course of your business and the business is sued, the LLC is there to protect the owner's personal assets. The business assets are still at stake in the lawsuit, but personal assets are not. So filing an LLC is a way for you to separate liability so that you can limit the liability to only the business assets. For example, if an independent truck driver were to be involved in an accident, he or she could be sued. Very likely, right? If they are to be sued, then the LLC should prevent the truck driver from losing any personal assets or money. However, any business assets like the truck, the cash in the business account, things like that, those would still be at risk. So the LLC limits the loss that the business owner could experience in a lawsuit. Take our business for example. We have filed a PLLC to protect our business. It works the same way as an LLC does, but since we're providing professional license services, Texas requires a PLLC. So we have a business bank account for our business, and we have a personal bank account for our personal money. 
We keep enough money in our business bank account to run our business. However, any excess money, we do transfer out of that account and put it in our personal bank account. Now, why would we do that? The reason is that if we were to be sued for some reason, we could be sued for the business assets, which for us are pretty minimal. Think for accounting firms like us is just desks, some computers, furniture, things like that and then the money that's in our business bank account. Everything that's in our personal accounts or owned by us personally is protected by the LLC and cannot be taken away in a lawsuit. What you don't want to do is mix your business and your personal assets, or what people call piercing the corporate veil, because that could eliminate your LLC protection in court. So you really want to make sure that you're running everything separately and correctly to make sure the LLC holds up in court. Our podcast episode number three actually discusses in a little bit more detail how you can run everything correctly and legitimately. So check out that episode if you think that you need to make some changes. Now that being said, most businesses could benefit from filing an LLC. If you have a storefront or office where you meet clients or customers, we always suggest you file an LLC. If someone could potentially be injured on your property or by your product, it's always a good idea to go ahead and file the LLC for extra protection. Now, a question came in asking if you have to have an LLC, and the answer is no. It's a personal preference whether you choose to file that for extra protection or not. You can absolutely have a business and not file an LLC for it. It's totally up to you and your tolerance for risk. Now, once your business grows and your profits are higher, filing an LLC does become more popular because you do have to first file an LLC before the IRS will allow you to be an S-Corp. If you've listened to this podcast, you know the S-Corp is our favorite tax classification for businesses making over $50,000 in profit. So even if you don't get an LLC right away, it will likely be something you will consider in the future for a growing business. So just know, you do have the option to file it later if you choose not to do so from the start. Now, when we discuss filing an LLC with new business owners, we always first explain the cost and options for filing. So if you do want the added protection from an LLC, what does it cost to have it? What's the process? When you file an LLC, there is a one-time filing fee charged by the state in which you are filing. So LLCs are filed at the state level and not at the federal level. In Texas, the state we're in, the fee to file an LLC is $300. Now that $300 goes to the state of Texas and not the person filing the LLC paperwork. That's some confusion we see a lot if we're setting up an LLC, so just make sure to know that there is a fee that goes directly to the state. If you pay someone to file the LLC paperwork for you, keep in mind that you'll be paying not only their fee to help you file the LLC, but you'll also be paying the state's fee. So there are basically three ways to file an LLC, and I'll discuss a little bit about each of these options and when it's better to do one over the other. First, you can have your CPA file the LLC paperwork for you. At our firm, we charge $425 to set up and file a new LLC. So keep in mind the total cost would be $725 to file the LLC because of the state fee of $300. 
Now, option two would be to have an attorney file the LLC for you. Having an attorney file the LLC is usually the most expensive way to file an LLC. Obviously, this varies between location and everything else, but most attorneys charge between $1,000 and $3,000 to set up a new LLC. Now, that $1,000 to $3,000 usually does include the state fee, but it is still more expensive than usually a CPA charges. We recommend you use a CPA to file a single-member LLC. A single-member LLC is just like it sounds, an LLC with only one voting member. Now, in Texas and other community property states, husband and wife LLCs can be classified as a single-member LLC, even though technically there are two people. So many times, husband and wife LLCs are classified as single-member LLCs. The benefit of that is that it allows them to file the business on their personal tax return, so they can file as a sole proprietorship even though they have two people. Now, that's only if you're married and only if you're in a community property state, so keep that in mind. Now, if you file an LLC with your friend to start a business, that LLC is a multi-member LLC and it is automatically classified as a partnership because there are two partners and it will be taxed as a partnership for tax purposes. So if you're going to have partners other than your spouse, we highly recommend that you have an attorney file the LLC. The reason we say this is because the LLC protects you from liability in situations arising outside of the business. But when there are partners involved, many disagreements can arise within the business amongst all of the owners. So having the attorney plan the rules and guidelines for operating the company from the start will help navigate sticky situations when they arise. Many people think that an attorney is really only for when disagreements arise, but having the rules laid out by an attorney in advance is the best way to prevent certain disagreements from arising at all. And as a new business owner, there's really no way you can know all of the situations that will arise. But an attorney can help predict many of these and lay out a plan for how to handle them. Now, Carson always jokes and said, if you're going to have business partners, you should use an attorney. If your partners are your friends, use a good attorney. If your partners are your family members, use the best attorney you can afford. Now, it's a funny but pretty true joke that we often tell clients because we just see this all too often. And it's just very good advice. This isn't because you can't trust family members, but rather to prevent disagreements that could ruin your personal relationship outside of the business. An attorney can help explain common business scenarios and help you establish a plan for each scenario before you find yourself there. This will get everyone on the same page from the very beginning. The last option you have for filing an LLC is to file it yourself online using a site such as LegalZoom. The total cost to file using this option is usually between $450 to $600, and that's completely fine to do it online or do it yourself. Just know that with sites like LegalZoom, there's a lot of those. Be cautious of adding too many upgrades on those sites. So if you pay for their tricky add-ons, it could very well cost more to file it yourself than it would be to pay a professional to file it for you. 
So we've had a lot of clients come in that have filed using a site like that. And what they do is they list themselves as the registered agent on the paperwork, and then they make you pay a fee, like a monthly fee. I think someone was saying they were paying like a couple hundred dollars a month to have them be the registered agent. That is not necessary. You can be your own registered agent. You don't need all of the upsell items that they're asking you. So all you need is them to file the paperwork. You'll get a certificate back from the state. Please, please, please don't pay for any of the upgrades on the site. So lesson here is you do not need to pay for those monthly services and they won't provide any value. So please don't fall into that trap. So people always ask, is it simple to file an LLC? Like, can I do it myself? And the answer is yes, it's simple, but it's not necessarily easy for someone that has never done it before. And what I mean by that is I mean that the forms and everything that you're filling out is not like very long or complex or anything. But if you're not familiar with the form, there's a lot of questions that stump people. They don't know what to put. And if you put the wrong information, like it could alert them that maybe you need to be filing 941s and they'll start looking for that. Or maybe you select the wrong tax entity. So you just want to be very confident in your answers you're selecting if you want to file it yourself. So very simple, maybe not necessarily very easy for someone who's never done it before or has no business experience. Now, if you know a lot about business and are familiar with all of the terms that they're using on the form, I would totally suggest you do it yourself. Once you have an LLC, it's important to know that they do have state filing requirements, so make sure you educate yourself on those. In Texas, all LLCs must file an annual Texas franchise tax return, and most states have some sort of filing requirement for their LLCs or even yearly fees, so make sure to know those details before you open a new LLC. So here in Texas, we have a franchise tax for LLCs, and it's a revenue tax on businesses. Of course, just like with sales tax, each state has a different set of rules and thresholds for franchise tax. The important thing to take away is that you should ask your CPA to file your franchise tax or any other LLC taxes when they file your tax return if you don't want to do that yourself. You should also research to find out more about your state's thresholds, tax rates, and LLC responsibilities. So I want to circle back to tax entities and LLCs before I wrap up the episode because this is where we see the most confusion. I want it to be so clear that whether or not you choose to file an LLC, that will not affect which business entity you select. The business tax entity you select is for tax purposes and the LLC is for legal purposes. An LLC can be a sole proprietorship An LLC can be a partnership, an LLC can be an S-corp, and an LLC can be a C-corp. So the LLC will not affect the amount you pay in taxes, but depending on the way you file it, it will tell the IRS how you want that business to be taxed. If you file an LLC with two members, you will automatically be taxed as a partnership. If you file a new single-member LLC, you will automatically be taxed as a sole proprietorship. Now, in both of those situations, you could later on elect to be taxed as an S-corp if you wanted to, but you will start as a partnership with a multi-member LLC and a sole proprietorship with a single-member LLC. When you're filling out that paperwork, if you are a husband and wife filing an LLC, 
You can select to be taxed as a single member LLC if you're in a community property state. So definitely make sure to do that if you're just starting out. Generally, the best place to start out for your business is a sole proprietorship if you can. And then later on, think about moving to that S-Corp when you're making over $50,000 in profit on your tax return. So if you're filing a single member LLC, you will be a sole proprietorship and your business income and expenses will be filed on your personal tax return. So that's your 1040 tax return that you file every single year. What you will do is you will add Schedule C. It's just an additional form that you add to your normal tax return. So the due date will still stay the same. You will file your business income with your personal tax return. Now, if you filed a multi-member LLC, that will automatically be a partnership. If you have a partnership, you have to file what's called a 1065, and that is what the IRS calls a business tax return for a partnership. Now, those partnership tax returns, like I said earlier in the episode, are due March 15th. So just make sure if you're a new business owner and you filed a multi-member LLC that the IRS will be looking for your partnership tax return, and that's going to be due in March. So you need to get that filed really soon if you had a partnership in 2022. I promise we will have a huge episode all about the S-Corp tax strategy because we do recommend that for most businesses at some point in time. And that will be coming up really soon and that will help you wrap your mind around that tax structure that we talk about in almost every single episode. So a question that came in about LLCs is that if I file a single member LLC, how does it change my taxes? Now there's a lot of different ways to answer this question. One being, if you file that, that means you have a new business. So if your business is generating income and you have a profit, then you're going to have to pay taxes on that income. And like I said earlier, if you file a single member LLC, then you will be taxed as a sole proprietorship. And sole proprietors do pay self-employment taxes on the business income. So you'll be filing the Schedule C, And you will be subject to self-employment taxes, which are 15.3%. It changes your taxes in a couple of ways. You will be paying the self-employment taxes on that income from your business. Also, you will have to add Schedule C to your tax return. So your tax preparation fees will go up. Your taxes will go up and so will your tax preparation fees if you're paying a CPA to do your tax return because they generally charge more if they're having to file business income on there. So that's a long answer to that question, but it does change a lot when you add a business to your tax return. Now, I touched on the second question just a little bit earlier, but if I have two members in an LLC, how does that affect my taxes? So the answer is pretty much the same as if you have a single member because partnerships and sole proprietorships are taxed the same way with the IRS. So they both pay those self-employment taxes. The only difference here is your filing date. If you're a single member LLC, which is a sole proprietorship, your due date is April 15th. And if you have a multi-member LLC, then you will be a partnership. And that partnership must be filed by March 15th every single year. As far as your taxes, it will affect them the exact same way as I said in the last answer. You will be paying self-employment taxes 
and you will need to set aside money to pay your taxes at the end of the year because nothing has been paid in on that business income. So just a little recap here. You do not have to be an LLC. It is only for liability. It does not affect the amount of taxes that you pay. Now how you file that will affect what the IRS selects you as a tax entity, whether you're filing a single member LLC or a multi-member LLC. Now, if you do want to later on, when you hit that $50,000 in profit mark, switch to an S-Corp, then you would have to have an LLC in order to do that. You can file your LLC online yourself. You can have a CPA file it for you, or we recommend that you have an attorney file it for you if you have a partnership. That is all I have for you today. Please share this episode if you learned something and you found this helpful. And until next time, thank you for listening to What Your CPA Wants You to Know podcast. This podcast is intended to provide accounting and tax information for educational purposes only. All tax situations are unique and should be handled with the assistance of a tax professional.